Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Stefan Marbury is going to join us in studio. How about that? In an hour. And, and we usually get some stuff, little, little, some stuff to read about whoever the guest is. There's a lot of stuff yeah. on the Marbury, man. It's too much stuff as well. Yeah, damn. I mean, I'm not going to read all this. You got to, you know, you highlight some of it, I guess. But... Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, this is a, this is a lot. Three time Chinese basketball league champion. Three time. <laughs> That's not how I remember <laughs> Stefan Marbury. But now, he was a pretty good player for the Knicks, wasn't he? No, he. Uh, I mean, yeah, but he also became the face of their ineptitude, uh, right? I mean, it became that okay. with them because, well, whatever. I mean, I I always liked the guy. I got to be honest with you. I, okay, I liked him, but. People don't look back on that era as fun. That's for sure. So he's going to join us in the studio, and I think he's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm very excited about well, he, this. He has really made a name for himself uh, abroad, and, and he is uh, very uh, highly regarded there in China. I mean, it's just amazing. Then he, he has the very inexpensive sneakers. Uh, what do you call them? Starberries? Yep. And, uh, and you know, you're talking about a second act. After leaving the NBA and and going over there and and no uh, has had no inclinations to come back, it's all been about staying there. And and you know, my buddy used to always say, "Well, you know, go where people know you." And and they damn sure know him over there in China, and he can't do any wrong. So it's, good for it's him. like Bobby Valentine in Japan. Yeah, and so you think about these two guys. You know, there are whole cities that despise them because of what they did <laughs> in sports here. Boston with Valentine. There's a lot of New York Knicks fans who can't stand Stephon Marbury. You think about that, and then they there's statues built of that. One in Japan, one in China. It's it really is. That's what we need to do. I think Build that just that just hit me. No, we need to go and do our show in Japan or China. No, Latvia. Yeah, that too. We would be huge in Latvia. Yeah, but there's no history of someone going to Latvia and becoming. Well, we're gonna make the history. Was there a history of someone going to to China? An American basketball player going to China and, and making history? Not like Stefan Marbury, no, I don't think. No, there wasn't. Was there any history of a baseball manager going to Japan and becoming... I don't know. Well, Emperor? Not, maybe not as big as Bobby Valentine. Right. Yeah. So we go to Latvia. Come on. We need okay. to join our cardboard uh, cutouts. Let's do it. All We're right. Having a grand I'm time. on board. You going to do it? Yeah, sure. All right, Latvia. Why not? I got nothing go. to lose at this point. There you go. So... Yesterday, Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions agreed on a five-year contract that is going to make Matt Stafford the highest-paid player in NFL history until the next guy gets more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've seen it. Andrew Luck, then Derek Carr, now Matt Stafford. Russell Wilson got his change. Yeah, uh, Wilson wasn't even close to some of these other guys of the average annual value on the contract. Um, and Stafford is going to have $27 million. 
It's going to be ninety million of that guaranteed. When you're a quarterback, you do get paid. There's there's no doubt about it. I think Wilson at sixty something guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take it. The reaction from this is always just like it was with Derek Carr. Oh, one season where he breaks out and he gets hurt. Now he's getting this type of money. Matt Stafford, a guy who's never won a playoff game, is getting this type of money. Well, yeah, of course he's getting that type of money because there's no position in sports like the quarterback position. Right. So you have a choice. You've got actually three choices. The one choice is to do what the Detroit Lions did. They have a quarterback in Matt Stafford that is better than anybody that they're going to find. He is damn good. He may not be a guy who's won a playoff game or a championship, but he's damn good. And you have to restart the organization if you moved on from him. So you give him the money. That's choice A. Choice B is you do what the Redskins have done with Kirk Cousins and keep franchising <laughs> him and giving him all the leverage. Right. And then all of a sudden you're screwed like the Washington Redskins have been. Or three, you let him go in free agency. So, and start completely over. Yeah. So which one of those things do you do if you're the Detroit Lions? Well, to me, it's clear. you got to give them the money. Yeah. Now, do you give them that much money? <laughs> Maybe a little bit less? <laughs> I don't know because you don't have that much leverage. Right. Your hands are pretty much tied, and you know how difficult it is to find a quarterback uh, in this league. And how long were they searching there in Detroit for a quarterback? How many different guys that Barry Sanders play with? Uh, so they, they felt like they have one here, and I saw some stats on, on Matthew Stafford. Since 2011, he has the most fourth quarter come from behind wins. Uh, he's injured, uh, led those uh, more drives than anyone in the fourth quarter for victories. He also, his average, uh, he, I think he's the first guy to average about 270 a game passing uh, the first eight years in the league. So uh, he's a guy that... Uh, if you surround him, continue to try to surround him with some talent, someone you can believe in. And so they're going to lock him up for the next couple of years, and, and, and hopefully they can get that playoff win if you're a Lions fan. But, uh, yeah, their hands are pretty much tied. And quarterbacks are hard to find. Ask the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and, and, and so uh, they feel like they got one they can believe in. And, and so this makes perfect sense. Uh, economically, it makes sense because you're playing a high-profile position and – from a, 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 a athletic ability and, and the standpoint of someone who uh, has amassed a, a ton of yardage passing the ball and who's stayed relatively healthy. I know he's had some nicks here and there where he's been sidelined, but he's been, for the most part, pretty healthy. And there's no questions about his motivations. There's no questions about him off the field. There's no questions about his work ethic. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's a guy you can trust. Now, the Vikings have had more success than the Lions in that division uh, forever. There's no doubt about it. But... Uh, currently, I mean, I'd love to have Matt Stafford as the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. I don't want Sam Bradford. Yeah. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater got me excited, and then, he, you know, his leg fell off. So that was the <laughs> end of that. I mean, you think about Tavares Jackson and that era, even though I have an authentic Tavares Jackson jersey. Do I, you? I mean, Dante Culpepper was good for like a day and a half, and then his knee disintegrated. <laughs> I mean, you go back to guys like Spurgeon Wynn. Spurgeon! And, and Sean Hill. And all these schmucks that I've seen play the position. And you got a great year out of Randall Cunningham for one year. You got a great year out of Brett Favre for one year. I, I mean, to have the same quarterback there for a long period of time yeah. that's been healthy and productive, yeah, $90 million if I got it, you're going to get it. <laughs> Come on. Some people don't understand these other situations. 
in the NFL. I mean, right. everybody uses the Browns as the worst, but there's so many right. situations Look like at what's this. going on at, at Jacksonville currently. You spend a number one overall pick for a quarterback, and, and you, 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 you're reluctant to name him the, the starter, but you go ahead and do that. Uh, so, yeah, they're hard to come by. Look at what's going on with the Houston Texans. That's why they go out and get a Deshaun Watson. A uh, number of teams you could name that have had this issue, and so when you think you got one that you can latch on to, uh, you better latch on to him. Yeah, and Mikey B reminded me, Josh Freeman started a game for the Vikings in there for a while. Mm. He was a guy I actually, when, when he was in Tampa, I yeah. liked him. Yeah. I, I was like, man, he's going to be he good. He fell off. Whew, yeah. Did he? I thought he should have stayed at Kansas State. I believe he came out early uh, out, of, out of K-State. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought he had some promise as well. So much for that. <laughs> yeah, so much for that is right. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser officially being named starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. And, I mean, it is – I remember you saying this, too, and I think that's part of the reason why my opinion is so down on him is the fact that you didn't believe he was ready. You didn't believe he was very good. I mean, now he's starting for the Browns. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Deshaun Kaiser saying, well, I'm a hell of a lot better than I was when I came out of college. How much better can you really well, get when you haven't played a regular season game in the NFL? I, this has the potential to be really bad for them, even though it doesn't seem it can get worse in Cleveland. Right. Well, I thought he regressed last year because coming out of uh, that, that season two years ago there at Notre Dame, where he was thrust into action, I think it was the second game of the season after Malik Zaire went down versus UVA. Uh, I, I thought the upside for him was tremendous. Uh, he's a pro-style quarterback. He has some athleticism as well. And, and so, yeah, I was high on him. But last year he regressed. Now, was that on him? Was that on Brian Kelly? What was what was the, the reason for uh, his game taking a hit? And, and now he's gone to the Cleveland. He's being coached up. And, and, you know, he's won the job. And at times he's looked pretty good. Brock Osweiler, uh, when he was in there, didn't engineer any touchdown drives you got a young cat in Deshaun Kaiser who has done that I thought he should have gone back to school but I uh, you know till we get to the bottom of what happened between he and and and, and coach Kelly and everything that that uh, transpired uh there in in in, in South Bend you know we, we just have to speculate so he has all the tools he definitely has all the tools now is he ready for the NFL level we won't find out <laughs> well we are going to find out uh, you know, once he starts going up against defenses that are game planning and scheming to stop him and, and what Cleveland's trying to employ. Uh, so the jury's still out on him, of course, but uh, Hugh Jackson and his staff, they've seen more than enough to name him the starter. Yeah, I, the competition was against one of the most frustrating duds of a quarterback we've seen in a long time uh, with Brock Osweiler. And if, if I'm a Browns fan, I'm, I was rooting like hell probably for Deshaun Kaiser to be the quarterback because mm-hmm. who the hell wants to see slow-motion Brock out there throwing picks and taking forever to throw the football and looking like an idiot like he did last year for the entire season. So, yeah, you want that to happen. But and Deshaun Kaiser, just, it just sounds and feels like the next guy that is on that tweet of the jersey that everybody puts out, the meme of the million quarterbacks there. I, that's the way that I feel like it's going to go. Now, if he ends up being the guy who saves the Cleveland Browns and he's that quarterback that's going to be there for a decade – with his personality, which is uh, an infectious one in a good way, uh, he's going to be one of the biggest stars in the NFL. And but I just don't see it. I don't see it going that way. I don't. I don't believe that the guy is is ready for this. But in the situation that the Browns are in, it's it's more exciting. It's more fun. And and what do you really have to lose unless you think that throwing him out there too early 
it is going to stunt his growth. I never really believed that, though, if the guy was going to be a good player because we've seen so many examples, whether it be Troy Aikman or Peyton Manning or whomever, mm-hmm. who started off horribly and then figured it out because they were damn good. Right, and and eventually your talent will rise uh, to the to the surface, and that's what happened with Troy Aikman. That's what happened with Peyton Manning. And when Troy came to the league, man, the Cowboys, which is terrible, Ah, they couldn't win again. I think they went one in fifteen his first year, uh, something of that sort. So uh, he figured it out, and and his talent really uh, was on display from then on. Uh, even when he was getting beaten up, he, he still was able to. You could see the potential in Troy Aikman and Deshaun Kaiser. He, I think he has that type of ability. He checks all the boxes that you want if you're a purist, uh, as our buddy Greg. Uh, Cosell is uh, at the NFL level because you know you got a big tall guy who can make all the throws you want to make but you know can he become an NFL pro that's the key can he figure out what defenses are trying to do to him can he check to the right uh, play can he can he get you out of this formation and into this one I mean so there's so many other things that he's going to have to learn and he's going to do it on the fly now and he's going to see pretty quickly that okay that preseason stuff uh, this this regular season is a whole different animal than what they were throwing uh, at me in the preseason. That, those were just bland defenses. Now uh, they're going to roll into a certain coverage right before I snap the ball, and, and I've got to be able to adjust on the fly as I'm going through my drops and, and find a hot receiver if they're sending the blitz my way. So uh, it, it, the learning curve here uh, is going to be pretty uh, substantial. Why do I feel like the Cowboys are going to have a terrible year? I do too. <laughs> I, am not so, I, am, I am not – I, while I'm looking forward to seeing uh, this version uh, of the offense, and you know Zeke's not going to be there, at least we'll see. I think the appeal is being held today. Yeah, I uh, so we'll so. see w- what happens there. But uh, defensively, I'm still not buying that D, and yeah. that was the problem uh, last year, especially the pass rushing portion of that defense. You know, see how they play now at the cornerback position, two new corners, and, and the defensive line. You know, they take a hit, uh, and now you lose Hitchens. At the linebacker position, probably their best linebacker. And Jalen Smith is back, the the young man out of Notre Dame who sat out all last year because of a horrific knee injury he sustained in the Fiesta Bowl uh, his last year at Notre Dame uh, versus Ohio State. But uh, I, I am just – I'm I'm not sitting here overly optimistic about uh, this season. Not that I think Dak Prescott's going to go into a, a slump, that sophomore slump everyone likes to talk about. I just – I just don't know if I can believe in this defense. Taco Charlton, you know, in his new little celebration, we'll, we'll see if he can get to the quarterback repeatedly. That's going to be the key because uh, they got to have someone step up at the def- defensive end position with everyone being suspended. Now, I know the roster's changed in the NFL so much, mm-hmm. but the Cowboys never put two good years together. Like, if you go back, you know, 2003, 10 and 6, 2004, 6 and 10. 2007, 13 and 3, 2008, 9 and 7. Mm. 2009, 11 and 5, 2010, 6 and 10. 2014, 12 and 4, 2015, 4 and 12. I mean, they never, and last year, 13 and 3. Yeah. They never put two years together. Now, it's impossible to go all the way back and say that that same stench, we're talking about different coaches, different players, everything. The only thing that's the same is, is Jerry Jones and the star on the helmet, but uh, it's not that long ago that we saw 2014 into 2015, at least. And you still have a lot of different players, including the quarterback. And when Zeke comes back, I mean, the two stars on the team offensively are are different. Um, but it just, I don't know. And, and for, for this Rod Marinelli magic to continue to happen, 
with that defense. I, I, I don't. And there's just so much other stuff. You talk about the bad karma. I don't really believe in the karma thing, but when there's a lot of <laughs> negative stuff that is building up, it just yeah. it's a lot to overcome. I, I you know? agree. And there's a whole bunch. I mean, it's just this this cloud over my my favorite team, and you know, from Ezekiel Elliott and, and his problems, Randy Gregory, and was it David Irving had the uh, PEDs or. I mean, it's just one hit after another. They just can't get out of their own way. So uh, I, I haven't uh, just sat here and, and been clamoring to see the Cowboys. Haven't seen any of the preseason stuff other than highlights uh, because I'm a little concerned on the defensive side. Once a year, there's news about a particular NFL player, generally. And when there is that news, we play some audio from that player. Coming up next, this will be the annual time that we do that you'll find out what it is and why we love it so much next greg giannotti brian jones on cbs sports radio ballinger's been getting a lot of kudos on twitter for his film study that he tweets out oh really a lot of people have been talking about how great of a job he does oh i haven't noticed that i follow my man yeah i know you do but do you see that stuff no right you don't because what you see on Twitter, generally, you, is either the attractive woman or the Trump tweet. Those are the things. That <laughs> like, if I was trying to catch you, that's what I would use. So you know? true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though, it's true. It's totally true. All right, Bogus is here. He's got another update for us. What's going on, Bogus? Guys, the Kansas City Royals not scoring like old Pete on Tinder. Four straight games without a run. 43 scoreless innings overall. Five shy of the all-time record. The last two losses last night at the hands of the Rays by 12 nothing scores. So first baseman Eric Hosmer wants his crew to be more competitive. The games really haven't been too competitive. I think we've been... Uh putting ourselves in a hole early so um you know i know the big uh big problem the big talk right now is a scoreless streak but i mean we got to start off on on being competitive finding ways to uh, string along some hits and stay in some of these games kc is now three games behind the twins for the second al wild card but there are five teams between them including the angels now one game behind minnesota after beating the A's 3-1, the Red Sox got by the Jays in Toronto 6-5, snapping a four-game skid. Cleveland a 6-2 win in the Bronx, yeah. and the O's yeah. got by the Mariners. 1-0 to Davis, swinging a line drive, base hit down the right field line. That heads to the corner. Mancini hitting the third. He is flying. The ball's misplayed and right by Valencia. Here's Mancini around the score, and the Orioles have the lead. And then a 7-6 win over Seattle. Jim Hunter, Orioles radio. Chris Davis, the tie-breaking RBI double, bottom seven. Adam Jones went deep earlier in the win for his seventh straight 25-homer campaign, breaking his tie with Cal Ripken for the club record. In the NL, the Cubs took care of the Pirates 6-1, while the Nats hammered the Marlins 11-2. Giancarlo Stanton over three. With two Ks, the Mets have shut down Ioannis Cespedes for the season with a strained right hamstring and David Wright ending his minor league rehab assignment because of shoulder pain. The, Houston- <laughs> the Mets, man. Yeah, no, I, I knew that was going to happen with Cespedes. Too close to the end of the season. He's not coming back. But David Wright, he just can't get right. Well, that's not something I, I never expected him to come back and do much. If he was going to come back, it was just going to be like a farewell mm-hmm. at bat or two. The Conforto thing was the worst. Yeah. That's one of the worst Mets injuries I've ever seen. <laughs> the fact that the lone bright spot this season 
swings a bat and then gets a rare injury that might keep him out for an extended period of time. Swinging a bat! Might change him as a player always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, an injury that nobody's ever seen. (laughs) Holy (laughs) s***! I mean, Terry Collins, who is older than home run Baker, said that he's never seen that in a game of baseball. Ever in his life. Guy swings a bat and his arm falls out of the socket. (laughs) I... And then they still have the same trainer. I don't know if it's his fault or not, but it, boy, does it look terrible. That he's well, they had that, uh, what's his name, Barwis, Barwin. They have some crazy, fancy, like, off-season guy yeah. who they were, were supposed to fix all of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it might have made it worse. <laughs> I mean, it's, at this point now, it's like seance time. Like, they need oh, to have yeah. some kind of, like, guru just walk through City Field and wipe out all of the, the bad <laughs> mojo going around there. It's unbelievable. Sorry to say mojo, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be upset about that. It's a touchy subject. You get upset. What's well, it touchy? <laughs> the good old days. You got anything else? I do. You get your touchy off. The I'm sorry. Bike. What? <laughs> uh, in the NFL, the Lions made Matthew Stafford richer last night—a five-year extension, reportedly worth twenty-seven million dollars annually, which would make Stafford the league's highest-paid player. The agreement said to include a $50 million signing bonus. The Texans remain in Dallas because of Tropical Storm Harvey, but their hearts and minds are with their city, says head coach Bill O'Brien. It's tough for our, our, our coaches and our players and our ops people and our trainers and everybody that's involved with this uh, organization right now to have to watch it on the news, knowing that uh, people are back there suffering. So our thoughts and prayers are with them. Thursday's preseason finale with the Cowboys moved to Dallas. The Astros and Rangers will play the next three days in Tampa Bay instead of Houston. The CFL has denied the Hamilton Tiger Cats attempt to hire disgraced Baylor head coach Art Bryles as their assistant head coach for offense. And Maria Sharapova knocking off second-seeded Simona Halep in three sets on night one of the U.S. Open. This was Sharapova's first Grand Slam match since her 15-month PED suspension. Was Halep in the finals of Wimbledon? Uh, I don't remember. No, okay. uh, it was Muguruza beating somebody. Halep. Was it? I don't know. That's why I'm been. asking you. I don't remember. Excuse I me? frankly don't care. Yeah, why do you care? <laughs> why can't I care? I'm just, you can, but because I'm surprised. Because Sharapova comes back and she knocks off uh, Wait, she's number. She was Halep. number two, so you know that much. That was interesting enough. Who cares? No, she I beat just... Venus. Muguruza beat Venus in, in the, the finals. finals. Yes. Uh I was going to say Serena, then I knew she was pregnant, and right. I was half halfway there. Yeah, because I care. You do, all right? Really? I heard, I heard Simona Halep. I heard the name before, and I was like, "Is that the woman from Wimbledon?" Yeah, it's the woman from Wimbledon who lost in the finals at Wimbledon. Not this no, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Okay, I care about tennis. Is that all right with you? You don't. Damn, care that about was tennis. that. <laughs> you don't care about tennis. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Bull crap. Sometimes. <laughs> You care about the Eastern European hot tennis player. <laughs> so That's untrue. You care about. Regardless of their results. Yeah, you know, where they ended up. <laughs> yeah. Wimbledon is. I care where they final. end up. Did she lose in the round of 16 <laughs> or 32 last year? <laughs> you are just so y'all, what? Full Why are y'all so dismissive? Of so Of me no, and my we, concerns. We know you too well to realize that you're full. Some more to have in the Wimbledon final. Get <laughs> the hell out of here. How's the back end? Bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> Sell us on that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. 
It's not nonsense. <laughs> I heard today and it brought back Wimbledon to me for yeah. some reason. <laughs> like, you didn't care about Wimbledon either. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we talked about it. You weren't even here. Bogus and I were here talking about it. We're t- it's Simona Halep. Yes. Okay. Sure. And her mama. <laughs> <laughs> Media icon. <laughs> exactly. See, I have to care about everything. That's how you become an icon. Simona Senior, how's she doing? <laughs> hey, girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Mama Hallop. <laughs> Y'all are. No, wow, it's, it's just you terrible. that's the worst. I'm yeah, not, not the worst. Not that was genuine. That was a genuine question. Yeah, you ever look around and say, man, you guys are just so hard on me, and then realize, well, maybe it's just you that's the problem. Oh, you know? I'm a problem. Now. That's what it is. Well, I'm gonna fix that. <laughs> you need to be a better man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should watch a TV show. About that. <laughs> Sex. I'm trying, Mike. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm working on it. Uh, oh, so every year we play this at least once. When mm-hmm. there is news about Josh McCown, we go back into the past. <laughs> and why are you bringing up that man's past? Oh, because it's there and it's funny. <laughs> so he beat Simona Halep and Wimbledon. <laughs> So, Josh McCown, he uh, he had an issue with pornography. He was uh, he was addicted to porn. Yeah, apparently he liked to watch a lot of porn. Mm. Josh McCown was named the starter of the New York Jets yesterday. After but it wasn't his fault. A bear, right, the porn addiction wasn't. Yeah. It's not his fault. He's on the Jets either. Uh, but <laughs> no, that's his fault. He <laughs> He said, "I do." <laughs> so he decided to start this organization called Porn and Pancakes, where you go basically to porn rehab and you eat pancakes. I'm going to this class. You eat pancakes while you talk about your porn addiction. So he tried to explain what porn was like to him, yeah. like how he got this porn addiction. Yeah. So he made a video about it, and we like to play the audio once a year because it's just the best. And when we landed, you know, the boom comes on, and the, and the lady comes on, and she says, welcome to There's Detroit. more to this, Pete. There's ways. And we're everybody, missing. This is not the full you know, thing. Uh, immediately their heads pop up. And if, we're, if that's what we're going to, to play, I'm going to have to explain it a little more. So basically, so just if you want to just play that one, I'll, ex- I'll explain it. So he's trying to he's trying to make a porn analogy, right. and he says that he is on a plane mm-hmm. headed to somewhere, and, and you land at the wrong place, right? And then all of a sudden he's confused because yeah. he lands at the wrong place. He doesn't yeah. know where he's going, and yeah. the, and the person comes on and explains we're in this place instead of somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. So that is the the preface to this audio. And when we landed, you know the boom comes on, and the and the lady comes on, and she says, "Welcome to Detroit." And everybody, you know, immediately their heads pop up and everybody's going, what? You know, and, you know, everybody kind of laughs. He says, excuse me, St. Louis, you know, and so we all kind of had a laugh. But what it revealed to me was that that's what porn is a lot like. Hmm. Uh, You go somewhere that you weren't expected to go and you end up with that feeling of what? Where am I? I can tell you countless times that I sat at my computer looking at something, going through websites before and sitting there going, wait, where am I? Who is this guy? If you're not careful, it, you'll, you'll end up being somewhere where you don't want to be. That's what tennis is like. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where am I? Who is this Wait, Hallop? where am I? Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this Hallop? <laughs> what? Every time I hear it, it's the worst analogy ever. It really is the worst analogy. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, we land, and the steward is confused about where you are. Like, like, who is this guy that's looking at this pornographic material? I don't know this person. Wait, wait who am I? Where, where am I? Whoa. And I'm willing to I bet do that. that probably 99.9% of people that are watching porn meant to go there. Yeah. They didn't just end up there like, ah, oh, yep. man, mm-hmm. you know, I was looking to donate to the church. 
And then all of a sudden, I'm watching this. How did this happen to me? Now, I cannot look at Josh McCown. I cannot hear his name. I can't listen to him without thinking about this. That's what porn is all right. like. This That's is the now, first thing that comes to mind. Yes. That is not the first thing that comes to mind when I, I think of Josh McCown. Well, it is for me. This this is his, this was his defining moment. <laughs> that he had some sort of bizarre pornography addiction that he felt like needed to be corrected by eating pancakes and talking <laughs> about it. And then also he stumbled upon porn where he was doing the right thing. Yeah. If you're not careful, all of a sudden, porn. porn. What are you talking about? Yeah. You were looking for it. Yeah, yeah, bull yeah. crap. You Born. know you were looking you for stumbled. it. And you stumbled, and you may have stumbled the first time, and you stayed a while. <laughs> yeah. You sat a spell. Oh, sat a spell. Yeah. <laughs> you were walking down the sidewalk, you trip over. Oh, oh it's born. What was that? Oh, oh, if I was a little more careful, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have tripped over this. Porn. <laughs> this office scene. But how do we rectify this? How yeah. about we involve pancakes? <laughs> Because who doesn't love that? Yeah. Everybody loves pancakes. See, I used to pour the syrup oh. on her. And, and see, that helped you wane, wane you off the, the porn. Because <laughs> the syrup now goes on the pancakes. Yeah. Right? What? Where am I? I don't know what I just said. <laughs> yeah. The Josh McCown also started a new organization called uh, Heroin and Frittatas. Ah! Where he's helping there you go. people <laughs> kick their addiction. Heroin and hamburger. You got something to say, Mikey V? What if you're gluten-free and like porn? That's a oh. tough... You got to go somewhere else. You tell us. I'm not gluten-free. Oh. <laughs> thought you were speaking you, for I'm you. I'm not trying to quit. Are you, gluten, <laughs> are you gluten-free or are you gluten-free? <laughs> a combination of both. The gluten-free is the worst. It really sticks to you. At least he's honest. He said he's not trying to quit. <laughs> you're honest. Gluten-free. Like, there like you it. go. Gluten-free. No, it's... Gluten, gluten, man. Gluten. Gluten, man. <laughs> Why can't you pronounce T's? It's amazing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what if you're gluten free? We're going to get you help somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you could have the pancakes. <laughs> gluten free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up next. Wow. Jim Harbaugh. Jim oh. McElwain. Just show him the damn depth chart, okay? Getting into it. Come on. Couple of guys that need to relax. Coming right back. Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. You're having the classic peeing match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to say the other one, I don't think. <laughs> Between Jim McElwain and Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> and it's all over releasing depth charts. Mike Haynes is winning. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not going to explain that joke. It's just too too much. If you listen to the show a lot, then you'll know that joke. Yeah, dig it up in the archives. Yeah. When uh, we were kids, we could pee over that fence. There you go. And that's Mike Haynes. Thanks, Pete, for being on top of that. It was a nice job. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Jim McElwain won't... Name is starter. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh won't tell you anybody who's on his team. He got to guess what the depth chart is. Jim McElwain said he obviously, speaking about Harbaugh, he obviously felt he needed to do some things to be relevant, and that's his choice. I probably wouldn't have done it. End quote. To be relevant, 
Now, of course, as you know, Michigan plays Florida yeah. first week of the college football season. That's why this is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Harbaugh doesn't need to do stuff like this to be relevant, Jim McElwain. I know you had to hump a shark to be relevant. Oh, no, that wasn't him. That's right. <laughs> but he doesn't need to do stuff to be relevant. He's the most relevant. Him, Saban, Urban Meyer, they don't need stuff to be They just are relevant. They're relevant. They've been relevant. They're going to continue to be relevant. This whole thing is just so stupid. I mean, this is when guys like this who are so competitive and so tedious take it to another level. Just give them all the damn information, whatever it is, you need to put out there and, and, and stop with the nonsense and go beat the other team and shut well, up. Well, you, you, Harbaugh is saying McElwain hasn't announced who's going to be the starter quarterback for his Gators. Is it going to be Felipe Franks? Will it be Del Rio? Or will it be uh, the, the the new Gator, Malik Zaire, who came over from Notre Dame to transfer, graduate transfer? So uh, it's just tit for tat. And we've seen Harbaugh do this previously. I forget who he what names he put on the roster, but they weren't even football players. He put some crazy names on there, and and he's always playing these type of mind games, and and, and I don't know what it gets him, really, uh, but he is correct. Florida has a name to starting quarterback, so he has a name, and we all believe it will be Wilton Spade, who started last year, of course. Uh, so this is much to do about nothing. What you're going to do, you're going to scour the film from last season, uh, Michigan's last game, if I'm correct, was Florida State in the Orange Bowl. So the Gators will look at that film. So that's a common opponent because they play Florida State as well. And, and so you will scour everything they did a season ago, and you'll go off of that. Although you're going to have different players because you have only one returning start on the defense side of the ball, Rashawn Gary. Offensively, you're going to have new wide receivers, some holes on the offensive line to fill. So you, you got more than enough to work with. You just don't know the name of the players. Yeah, and this is just a couple of guys who are really fired up and haven't played a game in a long time, just being annoyed with one another. Mm-hmm. And McElwain at the pep rally, I love how this is news. McElwain at a pep rally said they were going to beat the heck out of Michigan. Oh, really? Oh, no. Oh, wow. He did not. How disrespectful. No. How disrespectful. That is just wrong. What the, what the hell do you want him to say? We're going to go out there and hopefully we'll win. It's a pep rally. That is just, how can he say such a thing? What's wrong with him? I mean, yeah. ah, did you hear about the Florida State president? Oh, he went out and said Florida State is going to whip Alabama. Yeah. Going to embarrass him. Good. Man, that's I, wrong. I like the confidence. That's wrong. Come on. Bro. Why not? Why not? That. doesn't matter what you that. say. You're telling me Alabama's going to get extra motivation for what the Florida no, State president says? I just don't want the Florida State president saying that. Stay in your life. Let him say what he no. wants to say. No, he's Why? not out there. He's not calling plays. But he would if he could. He's got a heart of a champion, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. What's his name? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. He needs but to I be know nameless. He's got, he needs to be nameless. The heart of a champion. <laughs> he's glad we don't know his name. Yeah, I, I've but run through a wall sure he thought him. better of those comments. No, nah, he didn't. No? He's sticking by his school. Uh, all right. I mean, of all the stuff that's being said and done these days, like people being confident about their football team does not annoy me anymore. It just doesn't. And I'm happy to hear people be confident in their football team and say things like that. True. It makes it more yeah. interesting. Well, I, that, I understand that. It depends on who's saying it and whether or not they can back it up. Because one thing you learn at a very young age, you don't taunt the alligator till you cross the river, right? Yeah. All right. Sure. Once we got that understanding, don't let your alligator mouth write a check that your hummingbird ass can't have. <laughs> All right? Your if hummingbird you're listening, kids, ass. Yes. <laughs> if you're listening, kids. 
it's tough go. to catch a hummingbird, though, man. Like, it might not be able to be. It's not that physically intimidating. Those things well, fly around. They're quick. Uh, all right. The little bastards. They are. Yeah. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So uh, Michigan's going to be wearing all maize Sweet. uniforms. Going to be bright. Yeah. Did you they see They haven't them? worn those since, what, 28 or something like that? 1928? Yeah, I did see them. Yeah, yeah it'll be okay. fine. Yeah, they look a little bit like West Virginia. Yeah, though. they do similar color schemes. Yep. So I, I don't know if I if I love it or not. It's like some of these programs, I like the classic look more than than like Michigan. Give me the classic look. I don't need the the glitz and the glamour from Michigan. You know, well, this is classic. This is going way back. But it's the not beginning. Not, but nobody remembers it. Twenty. They want you to remember it, and then they can sell it. See, boom, then they sell it. I know what they're doing. And who's going to get some money I know what they're doing. Not you. I get it. Mr. Quarterback. I Mm -hmm. understand they're going to wear them. Everybody's going to buy them, and they're different and fun. I get why they do it. Okay. And just my personal preference when it comes to iconic football programs. Penn State. You don't mess mess with it. Yeah, Bama. They don't mess with Texas. We don't mess with it. They did have those, uh, what were they, kind of metallic-looking Longhorns last year. No more of that. People were in an uproar. We don't do that in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm with you, though. I, there I, are I, certain I, teams, but there, yeah. there's some that I, I think you have to. Like, you got to go above well, and beyond. had to. Yeah. Uh, and and it worked for them. And it does and happen. And everyone seems like they have to do it. Right. Well, it does help in recruiting. I do oh, yeah. firmly believe that. Of course. <laughs> like, there's a lot of players yeah. that are into looking cool. I do think that that matters mm-hmm. to people. I remember back at Pitt, people wanted that Pitt script so bad, the players wanted it desperately, and when Steve Peterson was there as the AD, he was like, we're not going to go back to that, and then the second that he got canned, mm-hmm. they went back to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the players went crazy, yeah. they were happy, people were cool. buying it. That stuff matters to me. I agree, yeah. So, I'm with you. Anyway. Keep it simple, stupid. So uh, there's a controversy around here that the construction that's going on is making people sick. Apparently, so we have I just talked to Don Hoho out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and he said it wasn't necessarily this construction. He has some construction going on at home as well. Can you call out into the newsroom? Get the Hawaiian snowball in here. Yeah. So Sean Marash, who is the <laughs> producer of the DA show, you probably heard him on the air once or twice. Uh, he missed work yesterday. Damn, with it. a with a severe sore throat, mm-hmm. like something that just he kept him out of work. Tell him to go into this. Come, you can come into the studio. Don't get us sick. So, so he thought that he had strep throat. Is he contagious? No, I, I don't oh, believe so. Right. So he thought that he had strep throat, and and he thought he knew who Don Ho was. He said he was. Oh, was that a Chinese emperor or something? <laughs> no, 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 man. No, famous man. singer from uh, famous entertainer from Hawaii. Yeah, well, he's wearing a, a big uh, shirt with uh, pineapples, pineapples all over. It. That's, yeah. that's why it's Hawaii. He's been eating ho hos. Yeah, see, <laughs> there, there he goes. Mm-hmm. So you go to the doctor. You think you have strep throat, and the doctor tells you what? Doctor tells they take the whole strep throat culture, everything. You have something viral. We typically see in construction workers. Now, why this is interesting? is there's construction going on here right. at CBS Sports Radio and CBS Radio Building. So the second that somebody heard that this morning in the newsroom, everybody's freaking out. Yeah. We're all going to get sick. <laughs> I've been feeling something too, yeah. man. Yeah. Pete Bellotti, our board up, called his lawyer immediately. Do you think that you are sick because of the construction that's happening here? <sighs> I mean, when they said construction... Remember what we talked about, boy. I'm representing you. <laughs> 
Yes. I'm going to give this place a pass. Oh, are you? I'm going to give this place a pass. I want to blame it, but I'm yeah. going to give it a pass. Also, what many, just to calm everybody down here, I had my bathroom done last week, so I had double construction. Breathing and stuff at home, breathing and stuff here. It's not coincidental. I got it from something. Wow. It's, it could be here. that whole case. <laughs> You don't want to be the guy who sues the company. I like it. my job. I like the future of my job. But you I'll say you this. You like sitting on the beach, too? A, do- a doctor tells me that I got something that's common to construction workers. On the same week, I'm breathing in stuff from work and home. I mean, come on. Yeah. This isn't a coincidence. So could be the culprit, right? Could be. Obviously, yes. There was a big dust cloud earlier we're, we're in the week. Back, <laughs> see, we're back on track. <laughs> no, my type s- of client. Have you seen a lot of like schmutz in the air or anything? Like I haven't seen anything. The really. first two days, not yeah. the not the end of the week. The first two days, we were walking through just to get to the bathroom. It was like walking through the movie The Mist. Yeah. You just really <laughs> sawdust everywhere oh, and all man. that. And we laughed about it and everything like that. But I guess it took a couple days, sat yes. in the lungs a little bit, and away we went. <laughs> Are you gonna die? I'm eventually. <laughs> I mean, if for, I die, I'm sure for, it'll be for my cholesterol, not because of what I breathe in here. <laughs> Listen, if we can get paid over this, like I'm going to go on the other side of that curtain and start snorting some drywall. <laughs> like, honestly, like why not? Right? You see me like eating screws? I don't know. What do you, what do you want me to do? Wow. All right. Well, you feeling any better today? A little bit, but a lot I can of, hear it. A lot of mucus coming up here. Not good for anybody. Is it like gross colored? Oh and, yeah. Oh, everything. Man. You're nasty. And this is this can't be contagious because you breathe something in, right? No, and now I'm on some kind of Z-pack, they call yeah, it, or the, something. Yeah, the so antibiotic. That, that cuts out anything that's contagious, so <laughs> we'll be okay. We'll survive. <laughs> Everybody's going to be coughing in here. Every producer, <laughs> blood off, tape off. Now I'm coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Get ready for your show. <laughs> Go Sean. figure out who Don Ho is. Sean Mraz. Know your history. Mraz. <laughs> Class action lawsuit. <coughs> oh, no. There's so much stuff. All of a sudden, on. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, my asthma's been bad recently. I didn't even have it till yesterday. Until now? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> they put up these giant plastic tarps everywhere around here to it's make not help. It's, it's not, not working. It's just not, not working. Not working. Oh, boy. All right, coming up next, we're very, very excited. Welcome in Stefan Marbury. Already? Yeah, man. I haven't read this lengthy sheet we got on him. He played in the NBA, went to China. He was better there. He's got some shoes. Georgia Tech! There you go. You happy about that? Yep. All right. <laughs> yeah, if we can still speak on the other side of this break, we're going to interview. He should be used to this. He lives in China. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 